Hope you are too. Uh, looking forward to the preacher coming this morning, and uh, Brother Jay is back there, so y'all meet him, and we're glad to have him and his family with us today. Let's go ahead and get started. Let's all stand. Brother Clay, would you start us off in a word of prayer? All right, remain standing, page eight.
may be seated pray for the choir. I know we still got quite a few out today, but uh, we're going to try to have a choir anyhow, so y'all pray.
up the offer this morning. Brother Warren, would you lead us in prayer, please?
I did have some announcements wrote down, but I don't know where I put my paper, so let's go by. Uh, I know the Happy Pilgrims have got an outing. Uh, any sign-up sheets back there? And I think that's this coming Saturday, so sign up to, today for that. Uh, they're going to have food and refreshments and games in the Fellowship Hall next Saturday, so remember that. The following Saturday at the Lowers House, they are having a cookout. Uh, for the next generation, so sign up for that. And then uh, we've got Talmo uh, Ladies' Day with the Purposeful Women of God coming up. I think that's the 29th. So uh, remember those things. Sign up for them if you're able to attend. And I think that's all the announcements I have today. Shuler here this morning to preach for us. I think I, he said he'd been here once back in about 20 years ago, and I don't know if I talked to you or not, but anyhow, I ran across his name this week, and uh, I listened to a lot of uh, messages, three messages from him this week, and I really enjoyed them, and uh, I just felt like the Lord wanted us to have him in, so y'all pray for him as he preaches. He'll introduce his family to you, and y'all listen. Amen. Well, it's wonderful to be in God's house this morning, isn't it? Hadn't this singing been wonderful? I tell you, y'all may be used to it, and, and we've got some singing, good singing where we come from, but that was wonderful singing this morning. Choir, from the choir to the special, the, the trio back here we've got is just a wonderful, wonderful singing. We're glad to be here this morning. I appreciate, let me go ahead and say this, I appreciate the Spirit of God, don't you? How many of you believe here this morning that the Lord moves on his people? And I appreciate the spirit of God, the touch of the Lord, and how he, he knits our hearts. I'll say this, you can be anywhere on this planet, and when you're gathered together with like-minded believers, God can move in that kind of atmosphere. And uh, I'm grateful for that. We are so grateful to be here 
Appreciate the invitation. Uh, appreciate the call from Brother Terry. He told me to call him Terry, just Terry, if that wasn't against my raisin. And uh, every time I've ever called a man or a woman by their first name, I, I, I felt a sting on the back of my head from uh, mom or dad from raisins. So it does go against my raisin. So if I call you Mr. or uh, Mrs. Don't, uh, or sister or brother, we're just going to stick with that because mom and dad's not too far up the road from here. So anyway, we're grateful to be here. I've got my wife, Charlie, with me this morning and my little girl, Charlotte. And uh, if you love your family this morning, I promise you, uh, you'll know what I mean when I say this. They are my whole world. And I appreciate my precious wife and the family God has given me and our little girl. As far as we know, she's the only one we've got. We, 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 uh, we uh, here at least, we have a little girl in heaven this morning uh, uh, and uh, had a miscarriage last year. And the Lord knows all about that. But the Lord's been good to us. And we look forward to seeing her again one day, amen, seeing her one day. The Lord is uh, gracious. We appreciate the spirit of the Lord and his mercy. And we are grateful for this invitation to be here. I, I do have a message on my heart this morning out of the book of 2 Timothy chapter number 1. So if you're able and you have a Bible in hand, you can join us there. 2 Timothy chapter number 1. I, I guess it has been. Now, Brother Terry, I will say this. Uh, 20 years. I'm not that old. 20 years ago. Now, 15 years ago, I, I remember being young. I, I, I don't ever remember a time. Uh, I, I remember growing up when I would hear folks talk about years ago, and they'd say 20 and 30 and 40 years ago, having a memory. I said, I'll never live that long <clears throat> to say things like that. But uh, here I am 15 years ago, I believe, uh, I, at the time, uh, well, my family group breaking ground, my sister and my brother-in-law and uh, close friends, traveled around for years, and Brother John had us in here. For the life of me, I can't remember who was preaching that night, but uh, I met a good friend of mine who would turn out to be a lifelong friend at this church. And uh, I, if, I'm, if I'm right, if the buildings haven't changed, he walked up from this side, came up here, and at the time, I was playing the banjo, and you or anybody else don't want to hear that this morning, but, I, but at the time I was playing the banjo, it turned out, he was to be our new banjo player. Long story short, a lot of good memories at this place and just from that one time here and friendships and it's good to see your face. I am horrible with names and, uh, and, and I hope you are too. But uh, uh, we're, uh, we are, uh, again, Jay, Charlotte and Charlie, my wife, and we're glad to be with y'all this Sunday and we appreciate what we felt and known in the house of the Lord. Amen. Grateful for his word. Second Timothy chapter number one. If you found your place, we'll begin our reading in verse number six. Second Timothy chapter number one and verse number six is where we'll start and God willing read down through verses 13. The Bible says this, wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Can I get an amen in the church this morning? Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. Who hath saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Aren't you grateful for that this morning? Whereunto I'm appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. And Paul uh, says these words to young Timothy. 
Young man, hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. Father, we're grateful for the privilege to pray this morning. Lord, we want to thank you for what we've known and felt in the service. Thank you, Lord, for the singing, Lord. And after the choir is sang, Lord, we simply want to say thank you. Lord, we come with humble hearts this morning needing you. Lord, I, I need your grace. I need your help. I want to thank you for this place and these dear people. Lord, I thank you, Lord, uh, for the invitation to come to gather and preach and sing and worship you. Father, this morning I need something that I can't provide for myself, and that's your liberty to preach. I ask you this morning that you would touch every single man, woman, boy and girl in this place. Lord, I ask, Lord, that you would do what I can't do. Look into the hearts and see and identify the needs of everyone here. And thank you that you already know, that you knew before we got here, Father, that you knew yesterday and last week and last month and a year ago what the needs would be of this hour. And Father, I pray that you would, by your precious spirit, Lord, take your hand, poke around in our hearts this morning and help us, Lord, as we look to you. Thank you for your precious word. Help us not to divert from it. Help us not, Lord, to turn away from it. But Lord, help us by your grace and by your power to simply say what you have said in your word. Lord, for whatever you do this morning in the remainder of the service, we'll be sure to give you praise, be sure to give you honor, be sure to give you glory, and thank you for what you do, for it's in the name of Christ, the name you said to pray in, that we do humbly pray, and the church said, Amen. Amen. 2 Timothy chapter number 1 and verse number 6. Paul writes to Timothy and says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance. That's just simply to say, I'm going to remind you of some things, Timothy. He said, And these things that I'm going to remind you of are, are things that might stir you up. With the help of the Lord, just for a few moments this morning, I'd like to preach and talk to you about this subject, getting stirred in a shifting world. Getting stirred in a shifting world. Now, Paul has addressed issues in Timothy's life. Uh, this man of God, Paul, even in the ministry, uh, even uh, young Timothy in doing right, it was easy for him to become distracted. Uh, I've made the statement this morning on simply getting stirred in a in a shaken world or getting stirred in a shifting world. Is the world not shaken this morning? Uh, it is a, uh, it, uh, we've lived into a time that doesn't even seem, uh, seem like anything just makes sense anymore, does it? I mean, up is down, down is up, left is right, right is left. And it seems like the masses are following after mass confusion. But I'm grateful this morning that it is not so with the Lord. Even though the world may be shaken and even though the world may be shifting, I'm grateful that there's still a few things this morning that we can be placed in remembrance of that might stir our heart. And that's what Paul is writing to Timothy about. Paul understood and knew that Timothy was shaken. Paul understood and knew that Timothy's world was shifting. Matter of fact, the entirety of the book of 1 Timothy was written to Timothy that order might be restored in, in the church. There had been those that had crept in under unawares and it caused confusion. There has been those, there had been those that had crept into the body that had, that had sowed de, uh, seeds of uh, uh, discouragement and seeds of division. But Paul uh, knew that that would affect Timothy, that that would discourage Timothy, that that might draw Timothy uh, into a certain place to where his world might be shifted or shaken. And Paul would remind Timothy of a few things. Uh, to quickly tonight, uh, this morning rather, two things. Uh, the firstly would be in that he was reminding him of his faith. Reminding him of his faith. He's writing to him and saying in verse number 5 in 2 Timothy 1, uh, When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee. 
He's saying, Timothy, I'm reminded you, I'm reminding you of your faith and that you are in a fight. And that in this fight, uh, that you have not been given weapons of fear or hatred or of weakness of mind. But according to verse number 7, God hath not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind this morning. I'm reminding you, church, and Paul is reminding us to remember our faith. Remember that God has called us. Remember that God has called us into a fight, into a battle. And we must be resolved to follow Him this morning. Thank the Lord. However, Paul, simply in focusing on his faith this morning, is reminding Timothy that God has done something for him. And this is my point, being stirred in a shaken world. Paul is writing to Timothy to remind him and saying, Timothy, I understand that you're going through pain. I understand that you're going through issues. You say, Brother Jay, how do you know that, that Timothy was going through things? Verse number four of chapter number one, Paul said, I'm greatly desiring to see thee being mindful of thy tears. Paul is aware that Timothy is going through issues, that Timothy is going through discouragement, that Timothy is going through trials, that Timothy is going through heartache. But he reminds Timothy, Timothy, remember what God has done for you. And Timothy, this morning, I'm writing to put thee in remembrance, to stir you up by a few things. What are those things that you're reminding him about this morning? He's saying to young Timothy, Timothy, if you cannot get stirred about anything, if you're not able to get stirred about your certain situation or your current circumstance, I want to remind you that God saved you. And that's enough to get stirred about this morning. Surely you can be stirred by the knowledge, by the fact that salvation is real this morning. It's not satire. It's not just a decision that you made one day. It's not a light commitment that you made one day. It's not coming to church two or three times a week and for, and for special services. No, it's the fact that God called you and saved you and miraculously birthed you into the family of God. And when we call this to remembrance, it calls us to be stirred this morning. That's what Paul is doing for Timothy. He's writing to remind him that God saved him this morning. He said God has saved us in verse number 9. The Bible says, who hath saved us and called us with a holy calling. I, I like the questionnaire that I got from Brother Terry. And one of the questions was, give a brief explanation of salvation. And that word salvation is an interesting word. It just simply means deliverance or sozo uh, in, in the Greek. And I'm no Greek scholar this morning. But, but it just simply means to keep one safe and sound. To rescue from danger or from destruction. To deliver from sin. And to be spared from judgment. Timothy, I'm putting you in remembrance that at one time you were lost. At one time you were without hope. That at one time you were in bondage to sin. In bondage to Satan. And in bondage to a future of eternal damnation. And Timothy, God has commissioned me by the Spirit to remind you that you're not lost anymore. But that He saved you and birthed you into the family of God. This is fundamental, church. This is fundamental. If we're not careful, we'll allow this very fundamental fact, Brother Terry, to no longer stir us anymore. You say, how could that be, Brother Jay? Well, the scripture talks about those that have forgotten that they were purged, Brother Ron, from their own sins. Many of you are saved this morning. I, 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 would, I, would, uh, I would guarantee that the fact that, that many of you that have come to trust Christ... And love the Lord this morning, but many of us in here were saved. God birthed us into the family of God. God 
touched our hearts, saved us, drew him to himself, or, uh, de delivered us from our sins. But if you'll be honest this morning, it, it, that thought just hasn't moved you in a while. Can I remind you, church, that before God saved you, you were a sinner. Can I remind you, church, that God does not smile on sin. God does not tolerate sin. And you and I were of sin by sin and in sin. I was blinded and you were blinded, dead in bondage and disobedient, a child of Satan, a child fitted for destruction. But thank God, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found to but now I see I was dead in trespasses and sins but you who were once dead in trespasses and sins he's made you alive in the Lord Jesus Christ does that move you this morning does that move you Timothy I'm reminding you that you have been saved you see Timothy was suffering we've already mentioned that but Timothy was suffering this morning he said, being reminded of thy tears. He was dealing with a lot in ministry. Uh, and and uh, he was feeling alone and feeling inadequate and feeling deserted, trying to do right but was filled with tears. This morning, have you ever felt that way? Trying to do right, trying to serve the Lord, but you feel lonely and you feel isolated and you feel by yourself. Here you are in church this morning, surrounded by friends, surrounded by sisters and brothers, but yet in your heart, you still feel alone. This morning, I'd like to remind you, if nothing can stir you, you're still saved this morning. You say, Brother Jay, you don't understand what I'm going through. You don't understand what I've been facing. You don't understand where my heart has been. Oh, but he saved you this morning. Oh, I could sit this morning and talk about the trials and the issues. And you say, Brother Jay, it just doesn't seem like God has come through. But this morning, if you're a child of God, you're still saved this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You say, Brother Jay, I don't understand why I'm in this fight, why I'm in this battle. Is it all right if I walk on this this morning? You say, Brother Jay, I don't understand why I'm, why I'm going through what I'm going through. I'd just like to remind you, I've come from Flowery Branch this morning to put you in remembrance that it might stir you up, that Jesus saved your soul. And we've got enough to praise him for this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, surely the fact that you're not going to burn for all eternity, that you've been forgiven, that you've been pardoned, that you've been ransomed, that you've been delivered, that you made nigh should stir something in you. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved by grace divine. Glory, glory, Christ is mine. Are you saved this morning? And if you are, how long has it been since that immutable fact has stirred your heart. Be honest this morning while the choir was singing, while that trio was singing, thank you. My heart was getting stirred, Brother Ron. As the choir was singing, talking about giving praise to the glory. Oh, every song, I've never been sorry. On and on this morning, I just got to thinking about when I was a 10-year-old, lost little boy, I didn't know the Lord. And I didn't know how to get to Him. But God showed me one night that I needed a Savior, Brother Terry, that I was lost and without God. And my daddy was preaching that night, and he didn't even give the invitation. I came to the altar before he even gave me an opportunity to. I bowed before before God. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to pray. I didn't know what to speak. I asked God to save me and he did. 
saying tonight, I wonder if you can go back in your life to when you was lost and you was without God and you didn't know him and you had never been saved, but you bowed at an altar somewhere at your house in the field on the side of the road in the altar and God rescued you. Does that stir you this morning? Does that stir your heart? Or has it become just part of the story, you know? No, it is the story this morning. The saving grace of God. The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ being thundered in the heart of one who has never came to Him. And the Spirit of God saying, come unto me. Come to me. Do you remember that this morning? You remember that in your life? Oh yeah, how sad it would be this morning. Oh, that if one of us was trapped in this building alone and all the doors was locked and a fire consumed in this building and, and, and here we are, we're trapped in this church uh, uh, and the, the entire thing is engulfed in flame and it's a hopeless situation, no hope whatsoever. But one brave firefighter somewhere out there faced the element, elements and came in and saved you. How would you be acting this morning? Wonder, would you tell that story somewhere? I'd never stop telling that. I've got a birthmark right here. It's it's a red thing. It's all over my. It, it's not a tattoo, but it's a it's a birthmark, and goes from here. There's a spot on my arm, three spots on my shoulder, and uh, sometimes when young folk come up, Brother Terry, I'll just say, I'll just say, uh, they'll say, "What is that?" I'll say, "Oh, I was in a, I ran into a fire to save a lot of people right there." Their eyes will get big, and of course, I'll say, I'm just kidding, buddy. That's my birthmark, or tell whoever it is, I'm just kidding. That's not a true story, but i tell you what is a true story, Brother Ron. One day, I was lost on my way to hell. I did not know God. Have you been there before, church? I had never been saved, had not known the grace of God, had not known the truth of God, but one day, a call came to me. The preacher was preaching to me. The song was singing about me. The testimony was coming to me. The whole, God had already dealt with everybody else around me. Brother Ron Jones was sitting to my left. Our brother Raymond Williams was sitting to my left. Brother Ron Jones to my right. God had saved those men. But that night, Brother Ron, God came to me. Yeah. And today... That was 23 years ago, Brother Terry. Now, that was 23 years ago. That was 23 years ago. And when I think on it this morning, it still stirs my heart. I've already pulled away from my outline this morning. I ain't even there no more, if that's okay. <clears throat> but how sad would it be if that firefighter came in, risked his life to get our sorry carcass out of here and then we walked outside and forgot about him. I say this morning that we've got something to get stirred about. It's a possibility in your heart tonight that maybe the candle light has burnt dim. You know, I, 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 really, I really mean this, church. I really, really, really mean this. I meant when I said a little earlier, the world has gone crazy. It is a shaken world. It is a shaken world. You know, and with the advent of social networking, you know, you can see everything that goes on. Does it just not seem that, that, that the world, that the church is trying to be more like the world? And I don't mean that from a standpoint of, bless God, this or that. I just simply, it's, it's visible now. What the preachers were talking about 30 and 40 years ago, you can see it just seems like there's no difference anymore. But you want to know what the difference is this morning? The saving grace of God. When we should remember where we were. We should remember where God brought us and remember when He called us out this morning. Can you go back? Can you go back to the place? Had it not been for God, where would you be this morning? This is a simple message. This is a fundamental message. I, I, I counted last night. I had 13 or 14 
different outlines, and I was thinking about going, but, but my heart could not get away from the fact on when is the last time the most fundamental thing that God has done for us stirred us. I mean stirred us. Now look, you don't have to cry like me. You ain't got to jump, jump around like me. That's, 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 that's where I'm at. I'm not telling you that this morning, but I'm, I'm talking about when you're put into remembrance, which is what Paul was doing for Timothy. He said, wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God that's in you. This morning, church, I've tried to put you in remembrance. Look back. Remember where you were. Remember who you were. Remember the direction you were taking, but God. God stopped you. God saved you. He made you washed and clean. I wasn't deserving, but He had mercy. I didn't do anything. I was raised in a preacher's home. I had a good mama. Got a good mama. Got a good daddy. He's preaching right now. We'll be for another two hours, I guess. I got a good daddy. He's a praying man. But they couldn't save me. And I, I, I didn't done much. I, I stole some quarters out of mom and dad's quarter vacation jug. Any of y'all got any of those? And the reason I stole those quarters was to go up to Bob's bait shop beside the house. And buy me a Snickers and a Sunkist. About every week I'd grab some. I'd eventually tell them. But I still stole. I remember one time. My grandparents lived above a convenience store. And there was three or four buddies. That I, that I really wanted to be friends with. I really wanted to be popular with. I, they were the guys in town. You know. I was Nine. They came by, I thought they were a little older than me. They came by, I said, hey, Jay, come on down with us at this gas station. They unwittingly, unknowingly, what I, I was just oblivious to what was going on. I we was in a gas station, and they said, Jay, you stand right here and look this way. So I just stand there. I was trying to be cool. So I just stood there. They were behind me stealing candy bars, Brother Ron. So they're using me as cover from the cashier. So I was privy to a crime, a petty crime. Oh, my heart broke about that. I had to go tell that teller what had happened. Grandmama came down yonder. It was a big ordeal. It was a bad situation. But listen, you may say, oh, Brother Jay, these are, these are, these are unique, small little things. No, 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 no. I was lost. And God made, and furthermore, God made me aware that I was lost. And that's what's got to happen. God has to show you he has to show you your need of a Savior. Why would you need a Savior if you didn't think you needed saving? But when God the Holy Spirit reveals to you your need of Him, oh, you're in a bad place. And Paul says, Timothy, remember. Remember where you were. And remember... Not only what God's done for you, remember what He done for your grandmother and for your mama. Remember what He done for your family. Just, just think on how good God's been. And Timothy, surely that should stir you. Oh, listen this morning. Timothy had a lot going on. I'm confident this morning. I was just, I was just noticing. Sitting back there on the back pew with Charlie and little Charlotte, my little girl, my wife. I was just noticing, looking around. Y'all don't seem much different than us. We've got a lot going on. Y'all got a lot going on. A lot of situations, a lot of issues. I told you we had a miscarriage last year. That was as hardest thing as we've ever been through. And if any of you in here, any of you mamas and daddies ever been through that, you know what I'm talking about. It was just difficult. Hard, hard on mama. <clears throat> And sometimes the only solace that I could take, and I didn't understand what was going on, all I could say was, I'm still saved. 
And I want to tell you something, church. You can be suffering, but you're still saved. Listen, you can be broke, unaware of how you're going to pay the bills this month, but you can still be saved. You can have family issues. Those are hard, aren't they? Those are difficult. I wouldn't wish family issues on anyone. But this morning, you can have family issues. But thank God you're still saved. You can be on your deathbed and all of life is over. You've made all the money you're going to make. You've bought all the lands you're going to buy. You've made all the investments that you... None of it matters. It's gone. And maybe when you're on your deathbed, a lot of your family's done passed on as well. You may be there and I may be there. But there'll be one that is still with me. It's because he saved my undeserving, never dying, eternal living soul. Are you glad to be saved this morning? I'm talking about getting stirred in a shaken world this morning. I'm talking about in a world that's topsy-turvy, upside down, a mess is still a mess. I could say a lot about everything that's going on. If you come back tonight, I will. <laughs> it's a shaken, unstable world. But I'm talking about in this world that we're in, getting stirred by the fundamental reality that I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. Redeemed how I love to proclaim it, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Redeemed, redeemed, redeemed. I wonder, Sister, where's our piano player, Sister? If you would, would you come play softly on the piano? If it's all right, Brother Terry, just want to follow the Lord just for a moment. You say, Brother Jay, what have you come to preach on? Here, I'll, I'll give you my notes. I, Brother Ron, I too, I've got nine pages here, literally nine pages. I don't reckon I've even followed it at all. I still believe in following the Lord, don't you? Let me say this before the sisters get started playing softly. If you've never been saved, I want to tell you this morning, I, I, I hope and pray that the Spirit of God has stirred something in you to show you your need of Him. Now, I want to tell you something this morning. I want to give you an opportunity to respond to what He's done in your heart. But child of God, I, I'm talking to you this morning. I wonder if it's just been a while since much of anything has stirred you. I, I'm not talking about hollering or screaming or this or that or this or that, doing this, jumping up and down, running up and down pews. That's all fine. Well, good. If you want to do that, I'll, I'll amen you. That don't scare me a bit. This morning, I'm talking about a stirring inwardly and a remembrance that you once was lost, but now you found. I'm talking about a fundamental... I think, I think a, a big issue we've got in this day, too, and I may be wrong, but there's so many flashy trinkets out here now that's just so bright and gimmicks and this and that, the other, that and the other. Boy, it really gets people stirred up. And when you go to talk to them, Brother Terry, about, about what God's done for them, they've been like, oh, I don't know about all that. But man, we've got, man, we've got it really going on down here. Getting stirred by everything else. I tell you what, I got stirred up. Now don't run me out of here this morning. But I got stirred up when my team lost last night to Texas. I got, I got stirred. I still haven't quite got over it. Listen. We get stirred by a lot. I got stirred by a lot on the, at, the job, at the job place this week. How about you? This morning... How long's it been? At 
last night I was doing some running around for Charlie and I got to coming back home and I got to thinking and remembering remembering back to when I was lost and I asked the Lord you know we get stirred so easily by so many things but I'm talking about being saved this morning I'm talking about being saved say ah brother Jay that's been 30, 40 10, 5 years ago oh yeah but ain't it amazing when you get to thinking on it this morning it stirs you more now than it did then that was, that was Paul's story three different times he gave his testimony in the book of Acts and at each time the sun was brighter every time he, every time he told that testimony now this morning we're, I'm, I'm going to give an invitation and I'm not trying to press you and I'm not trying to push you and I want you to be at complete liberty to do whatever the spirit of God has instructed you to do this morning but I wonder do you just want to thank him for a minute do you just do you just need to bow and say Lord like me forgive me for not being stirred by this fundamental fact that I'm saved I'm saved that I have heard the joyful sound that Jesus saves Jesus saves let's all stand around the building as the sisters playing softly on the piano this morning, with every head bowed and every eye closed, I wonder, do you need to come to an altar and utilize this opportunity to just thank God for His goodness to you? Won't you just come on as a church, as a corporate time of prayer, just thank God for saving yourself. Does it stir you anymore that you've been saved? Does it stir you that God has saved your soul? If you're able and willing, would you thank Him for it this morning? Would you thank your Savior that He came to where you were? That He saved you this morning? Say, ah, Brother Jay. I've got this, I've got this going on, this bad thing happened. Oh, I understand that you're still saved this morning. Thank God for blessed salvation. Thank God for the saving grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you, Lord. Father, we don't know rightly the words, but Lord, we do know this, that for throughout eternity we'll be thanking you for your matchless grace. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for stirring our hearts this morning. Thank you for the reality of Christ in us, the hope of glory. Thank you, Lord, for your church, for your people. We thank you, Lord, this morning for your goodness to us. Thank you, Lord, for the cross, for the gospel. Thank you for this reality. I ask you this morning, Lord, to make yourself known to us. Lord, help us in a world that is shaken to be stirred by your goodness and your grace. Continue to pray, Brother Terry. You come on, sister, play softly. Thank you for your attention. Being stirred in a shaking world. I think it touched our hearts this morning. Sometimes we just need to be reminded. I was a six year old boy when God saved me. Sometimes I just take that for granted. I thank God for just reminding us this morning about that. Uh, come back tonight. Uh, Sister Charlie will be singing for us tonight, so y'all uh, come back and hear her sing and him preach again. Uh, Brother Lloyd Matthews, would you dismiss us in prayer, please?